Hello and welcome back to another feature session. This time we have a guest who's a Leicester fan. It's Sam Martin, who also has a Leicester theme podcast called The Foxes Fancast. Sam, how's it going? I'm all right, mate. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, I'm an Arsenal fan, so the season's not going the best for us at the minute, but it's it's, it's sort of on the up. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, not holding up too much hopes, really. Probably... Probably top six is what we've got to aim for. Where are you? About 10, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, it starts with a one. <laughs> yeah, if you win tonight, you'll, you'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. But, nice. but um, yeah, Leicester. So, I mean, you, you guys are doing fairly well. Um, what are you about top four, near the top yeah, four at the moment? At the minute. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're sad, we're sad, but it's it's so tight in it. So, from, from first down to down to about ninth it's, there's nothing in it so every game counts and I guess with this season it's it's all over the place teams like we've lost at home to Villa West Ham Fulham this year and won away at Leeds Man City Arsenal so I don't know it's it's going to be a weird season um but we're up there uh doing well in the Europa League as well um still in the FA Cup so can't ask for too much more than that I'll be honest yeah yeah I mean it's I think this season is is probably going to be the one where the winner of the league gets the least points probably since you guys won it in, in 2016. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's just everyone's being everyone, aren't they? And Yeah, but that's yeah. good. I, I prefer it like that. Not just because, obviously, we're we're involved, but it's um it's more enjoyable watching teams like going into every game and not knowing what the score's going to be. You know? like, mm. I, I don't know. There's... Obviously, it's it's not as enjoyable watching behind closed doors football, and um, we could have a different conversation. That I don't think <laughs> is is the reason we're we're doing this podcast. Um, but it is it is nice. Sort of, there's a, a multitude of of different results, and it's somewhat different every every week. It it does make it a bit more interesting, I guess. Yeah. So you you mentioned behind closed doors. Are you are you a season ticket holder normally? Yeah, I, I tend to go. Um, I'm I'm not a season ticket holder, but. Um, through uh, one way or another, I, I tend to go to um, 70 80 percent of games in in the season. So um, yeah, I do get down down quite a lot. Um, sort of um, other other circumstances permitting. So um, so yeah, I, I managed to get down. Not that obviously it's a bit different this year, but um, I guess there are, are more important things <laughs> than football and, and going to the game. But um, yeah, I'm I'm very ready to get to get back and. And and to go, mate. To be honest, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I'm, I think just looking at it recently, the, the FA Cup weekend, it's just a shame, really, for for those lower league clubs as well that, that they don't get fans in there. I mean, there's obviously that Marine had had virtual tickets, didn't they? And a, a lot of them got sold. But yeah, it just it just ruins a bit of that, even more than the league, really. I, I think the, the cup competitions is is where is where our lack of fans are. I'm missing out. Yeah, it definitely does because, well, I, I, you're not. It's hard to say that you're robbing people of experiences because um, it, it's not through choice that when we're not in the grounds. But like, you look at someone like the Chorley Derby game, like that would be a massive day for that club. Being, mm. and I know Derby had players out with um, with COVID, and they and they fielded a sort of a, a week inside. But even even the the Crawley Leeds game, like. These are massive, massive days, and and they're sort of um, marred, I guess. Even Leicester, we we had a four 0 win away at Stoke, and Stoke tends to be a really good away day for us. It's sort of one of them four or five times, like and and that would have been sort of sort of class to go there and 
and and win like that um and it's just something that that you can't do which is which is difficult um and disappointing uh and sort of as as soon as they can they possibly get fans back in the, the better um, but like i say though when all said and done there are more important things in in life than than them football um not that I want to get into a conversation about the lockdown <laughs> regulations and all that sort of stuff because <laughs> that opens a can of worms that we yeah so, speak about. So how long have you how long have you been supporting Leicester for? I I didn't have a choice when I was <laughs> when I was born, mate. Um, I yeah, my my family are all all Leicester fans. Um, so I went to my first game when I was about eighteen months old, I think. Um, yeah, so I sort of took it from from the age of sort of two. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't have a choice um, in in being a Leicester fan. And yeah, for for majority of my life, well, the first sort of uh, I suppose the first sort of three or four years were all right. Um, and then we had sort of it went downhill from there um, for about <laughs> 10, 10 bad years um, with a, a few a few bits of good and but mainly bad. Um, and then yeah, since <laughs> since twenty fourteen, um, it's been absolutely phenomenal. Um, and and yeah, you you feel like you've won the lottery, I guess, because mm. some of the experiences and some of the the memories that we as Leicester fans have had has been has been ridiculous, really, because we are no different to the majority of sides that are sat in the championship. Like at the minute, you know, there's there's no reason when we got promoted why that couldn't have been anyone else and and the sides that have come down since we're we're all similar sides you know we we just had sort of a phenomenal season well it's phenomenal two seasons three seasons mainly um and we've we've run away from that now and that would sort of allowed us to to build the foundations and and we got we got a great um a great owners um obviously sadly Fisher passed away but yeah his son's sort of taken over and it, it looks promising you know you might have seen the videos of our new training ground you know there's a lot of money going in extension for the ground is sort of battled about so it's really really exciting times um to be a Leicester fan you know we've we've got all these young players um in our side and 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 we're European football and and competing so yeah you can't you can't ask for for much more really I guess as a, as a Leicester fan but like I, I want it on record that I did also go to some horrendous like matches away and you know like what's I've the worst had, what's the worst uh, what's the worst stadium that you've been to um I'm not sure about worst stadium the worst probably match day experience I went to uh, we went Yeovil away on a Tuesday night um in the championship and there's no uh, how old were you were you three no, I'd have, have been old. It was. It wasn't that long ago. Um, I'd have probably been 17, 16, 17. Uh, we went down there. Um, there's no roof on their away end. Uh, it yeah, it's freezing cold. Um, we we won actually, but then driving back. Um, I think the the M5 is closed, or one of the roads was closed. I think I think I think we got back. We got trapped in the car park for about an hour. I, I, honestly, I think it was about three a.m. by the time we got home. Um, so yeah, that that would definitely be up there um, in in terms of in terms of worst experience. But um, yeah, that that but I say worst experience, but that's also like some of the some of the best experiences. You know, like like you, you go to some like back then it, it was better than it is now, and that's not me. I'm not. I don't want to come across like a snob. You know, like don't get me wrong. I've I've been to some some lovely stadiums in in the Premier League. You know, the Emirates and and Old Trafford and Anfield and and all of those. But I don't know. There's something nostalgic maybe i don't know maybe it's a it's fairy tale, 
but you know, like going to some of these horrible grounds where you stood up and sort of a, a burger outside and a, a and a pint, you know, like part of that mm. is is what you what you go for, you know, like I don't know, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't ever say that where we are now. I, I would, I wouldn't, sw- I wouldn't say, oh yeah, put us you back wouldn't trade it. Yeah, I wouldn't say put us back in League One or the Championship because I prefer the away games. Um, but there was something nice about fifteen pound a ticket, and you're all like crammed in um as opposed to what unfortunately nowadays becomes more tourist attractions when you go to some of the big grounds at united or arsenal when the ground's empty after like with with 15 minutes left the ground's empty because everyone's like trying to get home early and you think oh this isn't this is this isn't like what you want football yeah yeah but that's that's me moaning, and I don't want to. I don't want to come there and moan because. Um, well, it's your, it's your best eleven, isn't it? Not your, not your worst. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, if we crack onto that, then what what formation are you going for? Um, I'm going, and it, the re- there is a reason. I'm going four four two, and there is a reason. Like I'm, I I don't like four four two as um I'm. I like in my philosophy of football that isn't I wouldn't really build a t- side with 442 um but the reason I've done that is because that was a formation we played when we won the league um it's like a 4411 I guess but um so that's that's why because I feel like I have to pay sort of homage to the fact that we won the league and um you'll see from the, the team selection there'll be um there'll be reasons of that so i've i've also had to sort of like um force players in to get to get a side in as a that's, that's how a, it is though isn't it as in a these, four four two but, but yeah i feel like i feel like i had to um yeah so so four four two is is what i've gone um in in homage to the side that won the league i guess okay uh so who do you have in goal yeah, I think that's probably a... yeah, that's a no-brainer. Just and and for the record as well, I am picking um, only players that like sort of from my lifetime. Obviously, we've we've had some greats um, along along the way, but yeah, um, smiling goal. Um, Saturday's hopefully going to be his 400th game for Leicester, um, and you couldn't you couldn't ask for much more. Everything he's achieved at the club, um, and he's been in there since since the beginning, and he he gets better. You know, I've. Um, there has been times that I've been critical of him, um, as as most fans will have been for a, a player who's played 400 games. There's always times that at some point along the career, but um, everything he's everything that's been thrown at him, he's he's just he's done and he's taken in his stride and yeah, Premier League winner, um, Champions League quarter finalist. You know he's having another good season for us. He was good last season, um, so there there isn't anyone else that that could have. Um, got in, got in above him. To be fair, um, so yeah, he he'd be the he'd be the goalkeeper. Yeah, I think when all said and done, I, I think when he retires, people are going to have him as definitely in that top ten of, of all time Premier League keepers because he there's not many better than him when when you actually think about it. Yeah, and it's the long longevity as well. Like I know keepers are keepers are better at that, but like he's been. He's been up there for for as long as he's played for Leicester. He's always he's always played well. Um, and it's funny with the with the side that that we have um, is that there are a lot of them that everything you throw at them they just take in their stride. There's a lot of lads that sort of in this side that I've picked um, 
and and also in that Leicester side, mainly in that Leicester side that won the league, that in the championship, you'd have said, yeah, that's about their level, you know, and, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they're winning the Premier League. Like people like Mark Albright, and he was sort of, he was dismissed from Villa and, and we're going back probably, I don't know, seven years and he's still playing for it in the Premier League and putting in good performances. And you think, what on earth is, what, what on earth is going on? But it's, um, it is, a, it is a funny one football, but I guess that's why we, why we love it. And that's why we're having conversations like this because it brings so many different sort of opinions and everyone's got a different opinion and someone at Villa will have looked at Mark, Mark Albrighton and gone yeah that's him he's ready he's ready to go you know he can't offer as much more yet he's been a phenomenal servant for, for Leicester City um not that I've picked him this side um and he probably deserved a, a spot but but yeah so so yeah that's that's a keeper um and then a flat back four um and again I I'll start at right back I um I'm the nod about whether to put Danny Simpson in um and I I didn't think I could purely because I think um Ricardo and you probably have to look back to sort of main of last year the the year before because obviously he's been out with his ACL um hopefully he'll he'll be back soon but I, for me he's, he's probably one of the best all round I'd probably say the best all round right back in the league um I'll get a bit of abuse for that I don't I don't mind that people will... No I'd I'd have him as um I'd probably have him as second I mean Trent is Obviously, he's, he's not been good this year, but because of how good Trent is going forward, um, I, I think I'd have to put him number one. But I, I think Ricardo, just the amount of times he, he wins the ball and unlike wan Saka can actually do stuff going forward, I'd have him as number two. Yeah, he's, he's a league. phenomenal footballer. And Leicester, they didn't get lucky, but if he hadn't have torn his ACL, he'd have gone in the summer. Um, and I think he'll, we, again, we because he's not played this year, he might stay another year. But I don't think there's anyone in the world that he could not play for. I think I think he gets in any side in the world. Um, obviously, yeah, he's he's different for 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 Trent. Uh, obviously, Liverpool set up with with how Trent plays and someone that just stands there and whips crosses in. Yeah, yeah. He, and Ricardo wouldn't do that, but for for the likes of Barcelona, PSG, Real Madrid, he could go and play in any of those sides. Um, and and I wouldn't I wouldn't begrudge him if he did. So so that's why he's in purely because he is um, his head and shoulders are our best player. Um, and he he is just he oozes class. And he, like you say, he's good going forwards. He's good defensively. He's probably the best defensively. But going forward, he offers sort of assists. He's quick. Um, it's we're we're quite lucky at the minute. We've got we've got a few. Um, Justin's been phenomenal uh, since coming in. Um, he's got better and better and better. Um, at times he was a bit shaky, especially at the start. Um, he's a better right back than he is left back, but I think he'll play left back when Ricardo comes back. I yeah, just Daniel... a question on that because obviously you're involved in FPL as well. Yeah, and a lot of people will have James Justin in their team. Do you do you still see him starting then um, I do, in, and... in the side in some way when I Ricardo do, comes and... back? And I've not said it's only recently that I've sort of fought that. Um Castagne is a phenomenal player. Um and he and he's been he's been really good. Um and I'd have always said, look, Justin has been really, really good, but Justin is below Castagne and Ricardo because he probably is. Um so it would make sense that Ricardo plays right back, uh, Castagne plays left back, and Justin can either play centre back if we play as a back five and Suyun mm. still out or he can sort of deputise for, for either of those two. But he's been that good that I don't think he's droppable. Um, and they he played with Castagne at 
on Saturday. Um, Justin played right back, Cassania played left back. Then they swapped over um, and then Justin played left back, Castagna played right back. And then Justin scored a sort of cut. Oh, it, great goal. Two yeah. And whipped one in the in the top corner, 25 yards. Um, and I think he's doing more and more that if Ricardo knocks on the door and says, look, I need to start, I think Castagna is the one that drops out. Now, Castagna is probably better than Justin, but Justin's in, in sort of the form of his life. Um, and I don't, I don't know how you could you could drop him. Um, he's probably been our best player this season, um, and that's that's high praise. Um, and he, yeah, he, I just I just don't see how how he drops out. Um, and like like you say, I'm sort of involved in in FPO, and I've always said, yeah, Justin's fine for now. Um, yeah, he's fine for now. But at some point, Ricardo's going to come back, and and I still agree. Like Ricardo's best right back in the league, so when he's fit and healthy, he plays right back, and then it's up to Justin and Castagne really to to play left back. Um, the only the only caveat to that is you don't know how people react to an ACL. Ricardo could be yeah managed. You know, it's it's not a nice injury, and he, he's he's one of those players that flies into tackles and and that sort of stuff. So it's it's not something you you come away from from dead easily. Um, so it it will be interesting to see what they do. I think I think Ricardo will be back back on the bench this weekend. I think Justin and Castagna will start and it'll be interesting to see who comes off because I imagine Ricardo will come on last 15, last 20. It'd be interesting to see which one he brings off. I suppose it's score dependent. Um, the other option is Ricardo can play um, right wing and so can Castagne. So that yeah. they might do that with, with Barnes one side um, and, and Castagne the other. I don't know. Well, it's interesting to see what we do, to be fair. Um, so yeah, that's, that's right back. Um, a centre-back pairing. Um, and I... I sort of deliberated on this as well. Um, I did have Hoofing and I've taken him out. Um, he's a Premier League winner uh, and it's hard. It's hard. He should maybe be in. Um, but I also wanted Matty Elliott in. Um, sort of, I'm going back. This is the first one of, that I've taken back to, to mm. my sort of very much childhood era. But he was a Leicester captain, Leicester legend. Um, he won stuff for us. Uh, he scored goals. He was, he was an absolute old-fashioned centre-back captain. And and he, I felt like he had to be in the side. Um, so then it was a, a toss of a coin between Hoof and the player that I have picked, which is uh, Wes Morgan. Um, now I've not picked that on ability um, because then I'd have probably played someone like uh, Sionju for Fana, like Evans. Like the side that we have now, technically is. Is, is better than some of the players we have had, you know. But Morgan was a Premier League winning captain. Um, yeah. He was a Championship winning captain. Um, he was captain when we performed the Great Escape and we should have been relegated and, you know, we somehow stayed up. Um, he scored massive goals, sort of, uh, away at Manu. I remember him scoring one. You know, he was captain the Champions League quarterfinal. I, so, purely because I will also hand him the armband, I don't see how, if I'm picking my lifetime Leicester City side, I don't see how I'd want anyone other than Wes Morgan captain in my side because he deserves that and everything he's done, um, he's deserved. So so that's why Morgan gets a nod. Um, and then, yeah, Matty Elliott as well. Um, which is yeah a bit of a a bit of a different pick, but he was a he was one of my sort of heroes growing up, um, and he's he's a he's a good laugh and um, he's a nice bloke and he's a proper footballer as well to be fair, um, capped yeah. for for Scotland internationally um, and and yeah so so they're the they're the back two um, 
there's not loads of pace in there, but uh, there wasn't loads of pace in Hoof and Morgan. So, yeah, that's cool. so, uh, so yeah, uh, so maybe maybe they might struggle for that, but um, Ricardo can cover a bit at right back, and when you get to the midfield, we'll, we'll see that. Um, who will, who will protect them, not to give it away, but um, yes. I can guess at least one now. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be able to guess one. The other one, the other one, you you won't you won't guess. But um, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I, when we come to it, I'd say who I think might be in there. But yeah, yeah. All right. who's, I'm who's interested. Your left back? You what? Sorry. Who's your left back? My left back. Um, this is one of the reasons why I was like, oh, do I play? Because I quite like playing like sides nowadays that sort of a maybe play with a three or. Um, have a have a sort of wing backs. I, I quite like to have a wings backs, but and I did. I've gone Fuchs. Um, I didn't really know who to play. Um, like yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? That, yeah, I, I can't really think of any. People might may say, oh, you should have Chilwell. Um, just sold him for fifty million. But Leicester fans will not will will sort of be in the same same boat as me. That you can I can take or leave Chilwell. Um, I like Chilwell. He's he's a nice enough lad. Um, he's a half decent footballer. Um, was he worth fifty million? No. Um, is he an, is he a, is he a decent player? Yeah, he's he's okay. Um, so so I I didn't pick Chilwell. Um, I've picked Fook again, a bit like Morgan. It's it's a bit of a, a sentimental one. Um, he's he's there because um, he's there because he won the Premier League for us. Um, some big moments as well, and he's still at the club. You know, he's still putting in sort of performances. He, he's putting some performances, and you think, how is that man still at the level he is? You know, yeah. playing in the Premier League and uh, and at the ages. You know, he, he he lives in America, so he comes between America and and Leicester. Um, not not every week, but um, no, but like when off season he goes. Yeah, over, when there's international he? breaks, he goes back to America. Yeah. He's from New York. Um, he's just a, he's just a true pro, you know. Um, and he is a talented he's a talented footballer, you know. In in the season we won the league, um, he he was sort of talented, and uh, and so um, so yeah, he he gets in he gets in at left back. Yeah, I mean, how, how long's he been it? The club then now. Um, let oh, let me just have a look. Uh, since yeah, 2015. So what's that? Five years, six years. Oh yeah. So he joined in, in the actual title winning season. Yeah, he joined. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he got team of the season, didn't he? That that year. Um, I I would have thought so. I don't I don't know. I can't I can't think of who else would have been it. Yeah, I, I think there's a yeah there's sort of three or four of them. I think it was one of them. I think Morgan might have got in as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's a, he's a true pro, and and yeah, that he, he's he, he, the thing is, I don't think see how anyone, you know, if I if I'd have came on here and just listed the eleven that started the the season like that we won the league, I don't, you you couldn't really argue with that because what they did was sort of never never like going to be repeated by by Leicester fans. Um, and I and I thought about it to be fair, but Ricardo's <laughs> um, Ricardo's too good not not to be in. Um, yeah, Hoof nearly got in. Um, Albright and I thought about and um, yeah, so so we'll see. But that's the back sort of five, um, pretty solid. I'd I'd like to think not the paciest, um, but but I'd I'd, I'd fancy him. I'd fancy him. Um, and then moving into a midfield four uh, and. My right mid, I've sort of had to play out of position slightly. Um, he did play there every now and then. Um, and that's Muzzy, is it? Uh, again. Um, okay, that's who I was going to say. I, I thought you'd put him in at centre yeah, mid. He was. Uh, again, so there were two centre mids that I wanted in um, regardless. So 
they were yeah, I know they are. And yeah. to get Is it in, I either had to play him in front of those two, which I was quite comfortable with, um, and go one up front uh, and play like a four, two, three, one. Um, mm. But then I couldn't think of who else I would want on the other side of a of a front yeah. three with player who I picked. Is it? And then the other one, and I was thinking, oh, I don't know who I would who I would pick. So. That's why I've I've sort of had to force him in, but he he did play it he did play out wide right. Um, so I've sort of had to force him in there. Um, growing up again, he was he was phenomenal. He was far too good for Leicester um, when I was growing up. Um, and some of the stuff he did, there's a um, for anyone listening, if you go and watch a, a bicycle kick he scored um, in the in the Premier League for Leicester, is absolute phenomenal goal. And and yeah, the talent that he had, he played like modern day football in an era when people didn't play modern day football. Yeah, you know, he, was, when, he was unbelievable. When the, when mean, the Leicester I, side at times were like physical, like that sort of side that from the late nineties, early sort of noughties, he, he just oozed class, you know, and he could have gone on um, to do a lot. He, and testament to himself, you know, he, he still lives around here. He's got an academy around here. Um, but yeah, as talent goes, he'd be, he'd be up there. So, so he's in, he's in right mid. Um, and if Siontu's on the bench, obviously there's a, the Turkish link as well. So, um, so that they they are hopefully hopefully get on. Um, so yeah, he's he's right, and that Ricardo is it partnership I think would be phenomenal down, down that right side. Um, the midfield too, um, the one that that sort of the obvious one um, is Ingolo Kante. Um, yeah, one of uh, the the best players to to wear a Leicester shirt purely for the fact um, of how good he was compared to like the world. He was like world class. Um, yeah. And he, 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 I think he should have got Player of the Year. Yeah, definitely, year. definitely. He's he's not as um, he's not as rated as perhaps he, he should be even now um, because there is no one that does what he does. Um, Chelsea don't really sort of use him correctly, um, but that season he made Danny Drinkwater look class. Um, with no discredit to Danny Drinkwater, but look what 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 went on, what the career he's went went on to have. Yeah, and people thought people were wanting him in the England side after that season, you know. And he he offered so much protection to to Morgan and Hoof, and and people forget that he did it like, and no one no one knew who he was, you know. He just come over to England, like, and he and he he literally was was responsible. For, for everything that we did that season. And it's funny because like now we've got Ndidi, who's also a phenomenal um, sort of holding midfielder. And you kind of think, well, Ndidi's a lot better with his feet than Kante is. And, you know, and you can sort of trick yourself into thinking like, you know, if you just go like uh, this versus this, this versus this, and like try and play top trumps between the two, you, you could kind of convince yourself into thinking, well, actually, Ndidi's a lot better than Kante. Well, he's, a lot, he's a lot bigger as well, isn't he? So Yeah, well, this is the thing. Aerial... But- but, but Kante, like, it, it's so hard to explain. Like, his passing range wasn't really that good. You know, he didn't pop up with goals. Yet, he somehow made everything tick. And no matter, he just ran and ran and ran. Just and everywhere, ran. isn't he? And you He's... just, sometimes you need a player that is, like, he'd lose a ball and then he'd just pop up. And, and every time teams went to attack, he'd be there. Oh, and he'd break that down. You know, he was absolutely um absolutely phenomenal um so he was he was one of the first names first names on the on the team sheet to be fair um and and we got him for yeah we didn't have him for long he he went on to chelsea and you can't begrudge that um and he always smiled which was is also uh, 
which is yeah. a, a nice point. Um, so so yeah, he's he's one. Um, the other one, I'm, do you know who the other sentiment's going to be? Well, I thought it'd be. Well, I did think it'd be is it, but now I thought it was Indeedy. But the way you've sort of dismissed yeah, yeah, Indeedy, um, I'm thinking it might be Robbie Savage or someone like that. Uh, no, no. Um, I, I did wonder if if people would people would know where I was I was going to go. Um, and he he only played one season for Leicester. Um, the season we stayed up, um, and we should have should have gone down. Um, As it can be, Asso. Can be, Asso. Yeah. Um, and people might think like I don't know people might think well how how does he get inside like um, you know he he came when he was sort of on his way out of football um, and but unless you were there watching him you know like we were (laughs) we were like we were poor that year and like if you actually if you're a lover of the game I used to like I had a season ticket that year actually and I remember just I just used to watch like the game would be going on and I'd just be watching what he was doing and he was an absolute joy to watch. Like the ball had come into him, and everything is just like it, it's like he was like playing with like pillows on his feet. It just like softly cushioned down, you know. And he would have been better in in a better side than us, and um, mm. because he just he did things and people didn't even see it. Like and, and he's not to, not to like um, not to pick out one player, but say Jeff Schlupp, who's still at Palace now. He's sort of playing in. Um, before he got injured the other day, he got playing week in, week out for Palace in the Premier League, um, scoring goals as well. But I remember like on occasions where Cambiasso would have the ball and he'd have his like, back to Schlup and like he'd turn and hit the hit a pass like without even really seeing it. And it'd be like inch perfect. And Schlup wouldn't even realise what, what had happened. And like, yeah, it just went on the same looked, level. It looked like he'd like, it looked like he'd like give the ball away to people that didn't like understand. But yeah. It was just he fought like three seconds ahead of of any Leicester player, and like it didn't matter that he was like thirty four or whatever he was, and he and he was slow because he just out fought everyone on the pitch, and he was he scored one of my favourite goals, um, which was the the equaliser against um, United at three three when we went on to win five three um, at home, and and that was one of my favourite ever goals um uh, and yeah he was he was absolute phenomenal footballer um and i honestly i i absolutely loved him um to the point where we um i went on holiday with so i was 18 the year we stayed up um and we went to um magaluf with like a group of lads um after literally not long after the season um and he was on our plane uh, out there Cambiasso. Uh, um and like people were like going up to him and stuff um and we ended up getting chatting to him in the airport whilst he was waiting for his baggage and stuff we had a photo with him and stuff um and like all of us were like right that's it we're getting his like name tattooed on us whilst we were out there um and we we were going to uh, and then he uh, <laughs> he ended up leaving like <laughs> Pearson got sat whilst we were out there and then I think it came out that Cambiasso wasn't re-signing um so we were so glad like we didn't um and that's obviously why oh, was, was that the whole um yeah there was a lot of scandal that summer weren't there when, when Pearson yeah, got well, sat yeah, yeah Pearson's uh Pearson's lads well lad and um a couple of others on the on the tour to Thailand and stuff, and then and then Pearson got sacked, and then after like at that point was like the most phenomenal season we'd had because we were as good as down, and we somehow yeah. managed to stay up. Um, so it was one of, <laughs> and then yeah, they sacked Pearson and appointed Ranieri, and I remember being literally in some um, sort of like bar in uh, on Magaluf Strip reading that we'd appointed Ranieri, and everyone going, "What on earth are we doing?" Um, mm. 
but look what what happened. <laughs> um, you would never never have wrote it. So so yeah, that's why Cambiasso gets in. Um, and then wide left um, again, probably the best player I've seen in a Leicester shirt um, is Riyad Mahrez. Uh, he was probably actually no. Um, well, the, 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 my striker was probably my first name on the team sheet, but Marez, um, Marez would have to be there because the things that that he he does with with a football, he's he's frustrating. He's frustrating as a fan when you watch him week in week out, like ninety minutes in the flesh, because people don't actually see that. Like when you watch him on TV and stuff, even at Man City now, like if you watched his highlights at the end of the season, you think, wow, what a player he is. You know, like he's the best player in the world. Because he's capable of everything. Like, but like, like last night. I don't know if you watched their game last night um, or whenever it was. Wasn't like no, it, it was last night. Wasn't it? Um, it like roll into him and he just like try and take a player on when he can pass it and give it. Um, and and you got that with him when he was at Leicester. Um, and it was even worse because um, we were more like back to the wall. It didn't really matter for Man City. Yeah. They just they just pit, they can piss around for ninety minutes because they get so many chances. Um, but you knew, as a Leicester fan, you knew he was capable of winning you any game. Whatever the game was, and whoever the game was, it didn't even matter who it was against. He was capable of winning any single game that you played, you know, and he did it. Like, the season we won the league, his stats are ridiculous, you know. Mm. He did everything that he could do, he won as a league. Um, the only downside to him was was sort of the way he left. And thinking, Well, you sort of knew he was going, because I think from the season before, I, I thought, I thought he might be leaving that year, and I'm sort of surprised he stayed as long as he did, in a way. Yeah, and that and that that tainted it, you know. Um, like he, I think that in like the interview afterwards, he said like um, Leicester sort of halted my career and not allowing me to leave like affected it, and that that just ruined things, you know. That that sort of mm. taints the whole thing. But I'd take him back in a heartbeat, you know. Talent he had, unbelievable. And it's another one we plucked security, you know. Yeah. Um, just some of the things he did with the ball, and like I sometimes I find myself watching like clips of him at Leicester. Um, and like there's a there's one where he he like cuts inside and he goes to shoot, and like three Villa plant players like dive in front, and he just like just rolls it back onto his other foot, and like and goes by him. Or there's one against Brighton where. He's got it like in the corner and he goes to like hit it. The guy like flinches and he doesn't, the ball doesn't even move, you know, like mm. that was just a fit. That was just how good he was. Um, yeah. And he scored some key goals. He scored some big goals. Um, so, so that's, that's that. Um, and then to, to the strikers, um, a, a front two. And I, I really had to think about this. Obviously one of them is Jamie Vardy. That, that goes without saying um, he's, is an absolute, <laughs> an absolute legend, um, and and a player that if you looked at our side when we were like in the championship the year before we won it, you'd be thinking that guy he just fast. Even that when the year we stayed up against in the Premier League, like yeah, and he got like five goals, didn't he? That, that yeah, first year. and he played like the it was a United game really that when we won five three, and that he came to sort of fruition. But but even that he was like, sort of played out at a position like because of Joe and Nugent played um and he was sort of like wide right ish um and he got the cross for for the Ujoa goal and he got a player sent off um he won the penalty uh, and he scored himself you know um but yeah what what more can you ask for from from a player that's sort of won the Premier League golden boot you know some some big moments for England um that's another another story they didn't they sort of 
Southgate did him a disservice, really. Um, and 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 sort of Hodgson. Um, but yeah, and uh, who at his age would still be like banging goals in top scorer last year, scoring goals this year? I know he scored a lot of penalties, but um, every year, like you're like, we need a striker this season because he's he's not got still got it, and every season he's still got it, and you think, what? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's so he'd be on he'd be on the list number nine. Um, and the other one, I really had to think about this. Um, part of me wanted Okazaki, uh, but then I was like, can I, can I just find having Okazaki in? Um, because, like, talent, obviously, he shouldn't be in. Um, but another part of me wanted Ajoa. And again, I thought, can I just find having Ajoa? But he scored some absolute massive goals as a, as a Leicester fan. Um, but I didn't, I didn't pick either of those two. Um, and they, I definitely could have done. But I didn't pick them because... Sort of, I got Morgan and, and Fuchs. I already got two sentimental players. Um, so the player I went for, um, who in doing sort of my podcast, I've, I've spoken to a lot of ex-players, and whenever you ask them who was the best player you played with or who was your best Leicester teammate, they always say this one player. And um, it's a player that that doesn't get the credit he deserves. Um, in fact, a lot of people will. Well, if people don't if people don't like fully know football or if they're not of a certain age, you know, they might go, what, what are you picking him? Um, anyone know? Yeah. So the re- the person I'm, I'm picking is Emil Heskey. Um, started out at Leicester. I didn't know if, um, cause I don't know your exact age. So I didn't know if he'd be slightly before your time or not. Um, maybe to an extent, um, I'm 24. So growing up, um, like that was when he was sort of coming through as yeah. 18 year old kid. Like, and whenever I speak to people, people say, yeah, he's the one, you know, like phenomenal footballer. Um, and, and the career he, he, he sort of went on to have and sort of, he was used um, for England and he got that many England caps. Like people don't, people don't get that many caps without like having a lot of talent. But people people forget like the ability he had. Um, KSI ruined his career. Uh, <laughs> there was like the videos on YouTube, it was like a FIFA video, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was like at Villa, I think. Um, and by that time, he was like bulky, and you know, like. But people forget like his career when he was particularly at Leicester. Uh, big, powerful, like, and like I speak, I speak to sort of Simon Grayson and. Um, like other people from that era um, that played in that Leicester side, and they all say Heskey's the one. Said absolutely phenomenal, you know. And and people echo that. Everyone says it. Like yet you forget how good he was. Um, well, also, he, he perfectly complements Vardy, really, because I right. mean Vardy's essentially Michael Owen. Um, yeah, yeah, and they they work so well together. Yeah, exactly, and. And that was that was also one of the reasons why I thought maybe about Ajoa because Ajoa and Okazaki both complemented um, Vardy really well. Um, but I thought just Heskey's sheer power, pace, um, and he knew where the net was. You know, like you look over at hundred Premier League goals, didn't he? Quite yeah. a lot over. And you look at the like the goal he scored against Germany in that five-one. You know, um, it, it, like <laughs> a great finish. You know, like but people forget, and especially people like. Like you say, like I, I probably was a bit too young. Um, you know, I, it was only as I was really growing up that he was at Leicester, like when I was really young. Um, so, and then by the time I was sort of four or five, he had a big move to, to Liverpool, but he continued to do it there. You know, like it wasn't like he didn't, he didn't perform at Liverpool. Um, and I think people only really remember like the, the Villa 
Um, was it Wigan as well for a bit? Like Wigan, yeah. Um, people only forget like that Emil Heskey um, when he was like coming to the end of his career. Uh, so he gets a bit unlucky, really. Um, but but yeah, he's he's in. So Smichael, Ricardo, Morgan, Elliot, Foot, is it Kante, Cambiasso, Marez, and then Vardy and Heskey. And I think I'm I'm pretty happy with that. There are probably people I forgot, but I'd, I'd back that side. Yeah, that's that's a solid team. Who who are I did think people might have said, but he only played at Leicester for for one year, I think, and he's a bit similar to Heskey. He's a Sir Les Ferdinand. Yeah. I... Yeah, he did. Oh, I guess he didn't. He didn't play long enough, did he? Really? No, and he was sort of coming to it to the end. Of he was his... in his late thirties when he was. Yeah, when well. he came, yeah. Um, and and it was a, a season where we weren't really that good either, you know. Um, yeah. So there was there was a few people I thought of Dickov. Um, he had two stints at Leicester, um, and and scored like goals for Leicester, and and he was um, the thing. I think it it's hard. There's a lot of like. A lot of my childhood, like growing up, um, was like, and was at a time when we were like League One and Championship. So there yeah. were players that I like absolutely loved. But now, when you think back to them, there's like, well, there's no way I could put like Matty Fryer in in my all time eleven. You know, like yeah. when yeah. when some of the like, if I'd have picked, um, if I'd have picked someone over like Ricardo, if I'd have picked someone daft over Ricardo at right back. You've been going. What? How on earth is like? Is he there? Or like we've had some good like centre mids and like Matt Oatley, who I like loved when he was at Leicester. But if he got in over Cambiasso, you'd be thinking, hang on a minute, like what? What? What has? Got? I think Matt Oatley played in the like. It's Steve Howard's another one. Like mm. he was like class at Leicester and he scored some big goals of like my childhood. But I couldn't pick Steve Howard, who was, I think, in the Derby side that got, like, eight points over, like, Vardy and Heskey or um, Merez or something like So, So, yeah, it's it's a funny one. Um, yeah, maybe Lloyd Dyer could have got in over Merez. But, um, but yeah, there's... There's a, it, it's funny, really. Like, we... When I was, like, born, we were Premier League side and we won Cups in 99, 01 and stuff. And then we went into the abyss... Um, some horrendous season, some horrendous players to go with it um, down to League One. And luckily we, we came back up and, and now we are where we are. I guess it's similar to like Leeds fans. They they had that where they might have grown up or or only ever really heard of like the glory days. Uh, and then all they'd experienced was like, was like down in League One and stuff. But I obviously I was I was young when when we were really good. I from probably the age of 10, like or to like 18. Or no, maybe a bit sixteen. Like we we were just dreadful, and people say, "Oh yeah," like they talk about like the O'Neill days, and like 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 you say, like Lennon, Savage, and and all these names, and like you're thinking, "Yeah, well, I'm here watching this like away at MK Dons or away at like South End and and some sides, you know, like this is what we've got to experience." But, but yeah, so I did think about Knockart um, uh, for a bit. I thought, oh, maybe he could be the one to play in like an. Is he missed the penalty, off? didn't he? But that penalty, that penalty tainted it. Because um, yeah. he was class at Leicester, um, but he missed that penalty at Watford. And I don't know, although it was not his fault, it stuck. Yeah, that's a mad minute, that one. But um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, it's good to, it's good with these things that they're not, not all from the same, that title winning season. Because yeah, I, I know it, it must have been tempting to, yeah, to do I that, was but, um, I was tempted just to just to run off the the title winning side, but I thought I can't I can't do that because what what's the point? Otherwise, you just <laughs> and I think Muzzy is it. I mean, 
ridiculous player. Like I, I think if he was in that uh, instead of drink water in that team anyway, it, it would have been the same. Yeah, yeah. The same he's outcome, one so. that like hopefully if people are listening and they don't, you know, like they go, oh, I don't really know who Muzzy is. It is. Like, I'd be be like, get on YouTube, try and find some sort of like compilation video because like he was back in the days when like you didn't really have the sort of player that he was then you know like he was a phenomenal football and the talent he had was was spot on and he's a lot of Leicester fa- play like he's a lot of Leicester fans favorite player um even with what we've had um mm. because as well like he could have gone on to somewhere else and he never so yeah. people like from what that's the same way like a lot of people respect Vardy and stuff like Vardy could have gone on to to play for someone else and he didn't so we as a smaller club we are historically like a and we still are like a selling club you know so when our players turn it down that does mean a lot to us yeah yeah so there you go yeah it's a solid team and yeah thanks for for coming on and and talking that through and i suppose while you're on if, if you want to tell the listeners your your podcast and and just drop where you can find that yeah yeah of course um obviously it's a it's a it's a leicester city one so um, for those of you that are not Leicester fans, it's um, pretty pointless. But uh, it's the Foxes fancast. You, you get it on Spotify, Apple, anything like that. Um, and then, yeah, as, as you mentioned, uh, sort of um, FPL. Um, my Twitter account is um, Smule Martin FPL. Um, so so come and come and find me on there. Um, I'm always happy to to chat about anything sort of FPL related. Um and and yeah, yeah, come and find me on there. Um I'll I'll sort of retweet this when it's out. So um if you wanna if you wanna tag my FPL account in as well, because um that's maybe got a bit more more of a reach and I'll and I'll I'll share this. So um yeah, you'll be able to find me find me through that. Um and yeah, come and come and chat and and maybe laugh at sort of mistakes I make and, and FPO and stuff like that but nah, I'm joking and any advice I can give or, or anything like that be happy to help alright nice one Spot on, thanks mate. Sam no problem at all remember to check us out on the socials at FT Lowell Podcast and leave us a five star rating on Apple Podcast keep it FT Lowell see you next week for another For the Love of List segment Remember to follow our Twitter at FT Lowell Podcast and to like, comment and subscribe.